Hey there, welcome to Hear the Word, and I'm Dr. Jerry Crete, and this is episode 66, and we're actually beginning Lent. So this is the first Sunday of Lent, and uh, I hope you know this is, the, uh, this is the show or the podcast where I read the Sunday readings, but I also put in some meditations and maybe even do a little bit of teaching about meditation. Uh, actually experience one with you and I infuse that with resources that I've learned as a therapist um, based on often some trauma uh, therapies or other types of therapies and bring them together with the meditation so you're getting something kind of unique you're getting Catholic spirituality Bible readings from the Sunday readings you're getting meditation, and you're getting um, a psychological aspect all together. And I'm really excited about bringing those different pieces together. All right, uh, so we're Lent. I've been thinking about the, the season of Lent this year, 2021, and uh, I looked over the readings for all of Lent, uh, sort of in preparation, and I've decided that I really want to focus on the issue of dissociation. So over at Be The Word, Be With The Word, which I hope you'll join me in a moment, I'm really gonna be talking about dissociation uh, for the next few weeks and relating that also to the Bible and our faith. And so if you wanna learn more about dissociation, uh, I urge you to go over there. I'm not gonna talk it to death here because I really wanna leap into the readings and leap into the meditation. All right, so, um, but by the way, we all have some forms of dissociation. Nobody, even somebody who hasn't experienced tremendous trauma experiences some dissociation. Some is just normal, um, but some can actually have a negative impact in our life. Um, what I'm looking at today, especially, is the idea of there are times in our lives where some of our developmental needs were not met. And so this meditation is going to be related to that, all right? And so I want to think for a moment and to imagine what it would have been like to be five years old. And to be five years old, uh, if you look at some of the milestones, developmental milestones, and I went over to the CDC and looked at their developmental milestones, picked on the social and emotional ones, there were things like wanting to please your friends or be like your friends, wanting to sing and dance, wanting to uh, make believe, uh, but also show some independence. Uh, Five-year-olds can be demanding sometimes, but they can also be cooperative. So that's the essence of five. And so this meditation, I'm going to look at um, those developmental milestones a little. I'm going to weave them in. Because some of us were blocked even at the age of five, where we got stuck and some of these things didn't happen the way they were supposed to. And here we're going to invite the Holy Spirit. We're going to invite God. We're going to invite the words of scripture uh, and this meditation to help us to um, experience those needs being met fully. All right. Uh, I hope that makes some sense. I think it'll make more sense after the meditation. So I'm going to begin by starting the readings 
and then I'm going to weave in aspects. All right, you'll follow along, I hope. And as always, if possible, I hope you're in a comfortable place, uh, ideally a prayer room. Uh, I'm not in mine right now because uh, there was some noise going on in the kitchen. I'm using my microphone. I'm trying to improve my sound quality for my podcasts. And uh, I wanted it to be very quiet. Um, but uh, I hope you're in a quiet place, a prayerful place. Take a moment to take that deep breath. Fill the entire chest. Let go. You might want to do that several times. Notice any stresses, any burdens that your body might be carrying. Really invite your body to rest. Prepare yourself to enter a place of quiet, a sacred place. We were entering into our, you know, a space in our own hearts to make room for God. And the first reading is um, from Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, all the birds and the various tame and wild animals that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, This is the sign that I am giving for all ages to come of the covenant between me and you and every living creature with you. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings so that the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. And so I reflect now on that five-year-old me. If I'm able to bring him or her into my conscious mind, looking inside, perhaps in my mind's eye picturing that five-year-old, I want to notice and see how he or she is doing today. And I'm going to notice that sometimes he or she may have had a rough time. It might be where they weren't accepted by his or her friends. Or he or she got in trouble or was told they had to do something they didn't want to do. 
or they weren't allowed to do something they wanted to do. And so we also notice what a, that rupture is like for the five-year-old. Back then, that was pretty overwhelming, pretty difficult. And we reflect now on the reading and how God brought Noah from a state of disruption. The world was, was covered in a flood and there was all sorts of loss. But he calls, he renews, and he restores. He promises. He reinvites, creates a covenant that never ever again will he fill the earth with a flood. And so we go back to the five-year-old and we remember that even the little five-year-old needed to have relationships restored, maybe with parents, maybe with a sibling, maybe with friends, and how devastating it would it was to be disconnected. And if some of those disconnections were never repaired or poorly repaired, he or she might still feel disconnection. So we're gonna allow God in this moment to help us. To help us notice the little five-year-old, allowing the five-year-old to experience reconnection. Maybe he or she makes up with his friend or has her parent, her mom or dad reconnect with her or whatever was wrong between siblings gets repaired. Really like this five-year-old to notice what it's like to feel the relationship restored and that whoever it is is pleased with them. Notice that the five-year-old wants to be like mom or dad or wants to be like his or her friends. That's okay. And it's good. Maybe the five-year-old wants to just play, sing, dance around the room. That it's okay. That a new covenant is restored. A new rainbow is in the sky. And the five-year-old is free to just be the five-year-old. And the responsorial psalm is, Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. 
Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. In your kindness, remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice, and he teaches the humble his way. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. And so we return our mind's eye to that five-year-old. We notice that he or she needs guidance. The guidance he or she may have received may have been inconsistent or unreliable or harsh. He or she may have even been afraid to seek out guidance may have felt very alone. In here, we're going to allow that little five-year-old to experience God's love and truth, as in the psalm, where the Lord makes known his ways, teaches, guides, with compassion, with kindness. And if that wasn't always the case for this five-year-old, we want to let that be the case now. And if the five-year-old made mistakes or got in trouble, we're going to experience how God, our loving parent, guides and teaches gently. understanding that we were only five. The next reading is from the letter of uh, Peter, first Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it, he also went to preach to the spirits in prison, who had once been disobedient, while God patiently waited in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism, which saves you now, it is not a removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for a clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. And so here again, we notice our little five-year-old 
who is sometimes disobedient, right? And here we notice just as God was patient and waited on Noah and allowed a way to be renewed through the waters, which prefigures baptism, our good father, good Mary, our mother, all the saints really, are there to help us, and to help our little five-year-old have a clear conscience. It's okay. I forgive you. Still love you. Let the five-year-old feel that. Let the five-year-old know that he or she is okay. It's okay now. Now we move to the Gospel of Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for forty days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And so there, you know, we're calling our little five-year-old out of his desert or her desert, right? Knowing that Sometimes he was lost or she was lost among the wild beasts in a timeout, feeling forlorn and lost. Knowing that God has something in mind, the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, relationship is going to be restored with God. You're not lost anymore. So really going to allow that five-year-old again to bask in being called into his father's or her father's arms. Let the five-year-old play, sing, play act, put on a little show. Let the five-year-old try out a few new things on his or her own. You know, maybe still supervised, but a little more independently. And so I hope this was a helpful little meditation. I hope we've all connected with our inner five-year-olds. You know, if we've experienced tremendous trauma, this exercise might have been difficult. If so, that's okay. You know, you can try it again another time. You know, you might see your own therapist and, and work on work on that. But I think all of us have some inner five-year-olds that that, uh, that that are sometimes stuck. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you'll join me over on Be With The Word. I'm going to talk a little more there about dissociation and about what it means when those little parts, like five-year-old parts or other early parts of ourselves were stuck and dissociated and and disconnected and, and how that really, I think, actually interestingly 
ties in with the readings during Lent. I'm also going to let you know I'm working on a few things. Um, I'm working on the online community that's going to involve um, uh, meditation, but also other aspects of healing from trauma and recovery anxiety and so on. I am actually going to start with a men's group. And so if you are a man and or you are you know a man that might be interested, uh, be on the lookout for that or feel free to shoot me a message through Souls and Hearts and uh, I can put you on an early waiting list. Once I get the men's group going, I'm hoping to then start a women's group. And I've had a few people ask me already and uh, I'm really excited, but it just takes me a little time because I really want to do it right and uh, and set up the community um, uh, it, it, you know, to, to be robust and have a lot of meat in there. And uh, so if, if you're interested in joining a group, online community of Catholic men or then Catholic women who are interested in uh, psychologically informed Catholic meditations, as well as information on living your life free from different, um, you know, life struggles like anxiety, depression, and so on. But also the men's group, we're going to be looking at what it means to be a man. We're going to be looking at uh, like specific issues related to trauma for men and, and as well. So I'm really excited about it, actually. Um, but anyhow, until then, I hope you have a great beginning of your Lent. I hope that you're appropriately preparing uh, for Lent and for this season uh, of repentance and anticipation. All right, until next time. Be still, be love, believe. Take good care. Bye.